0: Every day, traders and investors dive in to tackle the ever-changing markets to find opportunity. Futures Radio Show is your number one source for answers to the questions that all market participants want to ask. Veteran futures trader Anthony Crudelli sits down with the most influential leaders and top traders in the industry. Now, here's your host, Anthony Crudelli. What's
1: up, everybody? Anthony Crudelli here, and thank you for tuning in for this episode with Jim Dalton. Futures Radio Show is sponsored by CME Group. They are the world's leading and most diverse futures and options exchange. CME Group's markets help individuals and businesses around the world effectively manage risk. For access to free educational tools and resources for the active individual trader, please visit activetrader.cmegroup.com. Dot .com. Remember, new shows are posted on Mondays and Thursdays. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This show is also sponsored by Trading Technologies, RJO Futures, and Footsie Russell. The Russell 2000 is a key benchmark for small cap U.S. stocks. Be sure to check out the E-mini Russell 2000 futures, symbol RTY, and Micro E-mini Russell 2000 futures, symbol M2K. To learn more about Footsie Russell and their products, please visit FTSERussell.com. Today I spoke with author of Markets in Profile and Mind Over Markets, two fantastic books by the way, a general partner at Jim Dalton Trading, Jim Dalton. Jim is my top resource for using Market Profile, and it is always an honor to speak with him. Jim is a legend in the futures industry. So since Jim has been on the show a couple times before where we talked about his overall process in trading, in today's show, I wanted to focus specifically on how he uses Market Profile for an edge in trading. He explains what Market Profile is how he uses it for trading the ES, that's the E-Mini S&P if you don't know, and last but not least, Jim gives us some thoughts on what he was noticing recently in the profile in the E-Mini S&P. So without further ado, let me take you right to the interview with Jim. How are things going with you in dealing with COVID-19?
0: Well, it's actually been very beneficial. I I like to do a lot of reading and uh, this gives me more time to read. I just finished uh, Bob Iger's book, or The Ride of a Lifetime, I think it is. Magnificent book.
1: Yeah, so a lot of downtime, a lot of reading. I've been doing the same thing myself. And thank you so much for joining me today. And we're gonna talk a lot about market profile, something that you know quite a bit about. And for those out there that maybe don't know what market profile is, Jim, could you just give us a, a quick explanation as to what market profile is?
0: Market profile is nothing more than a statistical tool that allows us to organize the market's continuous two-way auction process. Scientists for years use a distribution curve in order to study data, organize the data. Once the data is organized, it's easier to tease information from it. In order to have a distribution curve, you need a constant and a variable. And the beauty of the profile is time is the constant. Half an hour between 8 and 8.30 is the same as 9 and 9.30. Then you compare price of variable to time the constant. And it gives you a distribution curve. The profile is doesn't tell you to buy. It doesn't tell you to sell. It just allows you to organize data. And with organized data, it's easier to ascertain what's really going on in the market.
1: Now, for market profile, you specifically use it just for the e-mini S&P, correct?
0: No, I've used it for everything. I use it for real estate. Uh, I've traded beans, gold, copper. The three principles of any financial transaction, you know, are time, price, and volume. And I don't care what the uh, what the instrument is, if it's financial in nature, those are important components. So it, I use it for anything.
1: So you use it for anything, but in your day-to-day day trading, what market are you using it in? I use it for the ES. For the ES it, and, and just for the, your
0: day trading, yeah, it's it's the largest market in the in the world. I mean, I also use it for uh, my investment in my investment account too. It's just a different time frame.
1: Well, let's talk about that day trading time frame. How do you use market profile to give you an edge in your trading?
0: Well, I'm not sure the, what the market profile does. Is I just said it organizes the data. So the first edge comes from having organized data. The profile allows you to see the structure of the market. If you remember years ago, traders had an advantage on the floor from noise. They could hear what was going on. As volume went up, they knew there was more activity. As volume died down, they knew activity was, was dying out. Now, with the profile and with you know, floor trading going away, we get information into our brain through vision about 60% of the brain is somehow involved in being able to see what is going on so being able to visually see the market and visually see the structure of the market really is an advantage and what the structure does the structure represents the relationship between the different time frames in the market however i don't i don't really think that the biggest advantage that I have is the profile. I think the biggest advantage came from the understanding that uh, people are not necessarily rational. and it's amazing if we so many times traders think they're relying on their in their intuition. and if I can walk up to almost any trader and pretend I'm watching what they're doing for a few minutes and say boy i can I can see that you have great instincts from for trading. And they will grin from ear to ear. Now, the truth of the matter is that our instincts are what do us in so many times in trading. And the examples I use, you know, the first time you ride on the bike back of a motorcycle, the experienced, you know, operator of the cycle, he's leaning into the curb. You're trying to stand straight up, and uh, which is not the right thing to do. And I remember that first time I went off a ski jump as a kid, uh, on water, they you know they explained to me that there was less friction on water and going up a ramp than there was on flat water. Well, I mean, I would have gotten it right on the test, but when I went off that ramp, I'm leaning back, and of course, when I'm up in the air, my feet are pointing straight up, and when I hit the water, I was on my back. It was just another example that our intuition isn't always as reliable as we think. So I think the first thing that really helped me was understanding that our intuition isn't as powerful as we think it is that doesn't mean we can't work on training our intuition but intuitively that's not where we want to we want to start i think the next thing that was helpful what does us in so often as as traders is carrying around biases and that's been very prevalent in this market with this high volatility so many people don't understand the disconnect that we can have between markets and fundamental reality. You know, you look some years back, the market hit a high and it was 10 years before we got back there. And it appears to me that once again, momentum has carried the market to unrealistic levels. However, unless you understand that, that the trading is not necessarily related minute by minute to the fundamentals of the market, it can be a very crossly experience. I recommend to people that, and I do this in seriousness, stand in front of the mirror each morning, say out loud, I am a short-term trader. My long-term investment biases and likes and dislikes are not relative to what I am doing as a short-term day trader.
1: A lot of follow-up questions I have for you, Jim. One thing that you said that uh, I could totally relate to is I'm very visual. I like to see things right in front of me as a trader. For the traders out there, you could everybody can go out and pull up market profile. Explain to them something that you are looking for when you are looking at your market profile.
0: Well, it's not one single thing. The term that you hear so often is chunking. And chunking sounds like one of those scary psychological terms. The best way to describe it is when you've, First, back a car out of the garage. You know, you get in the car, you open the, the door, you put the key in, the, you adjust the mirrors, you adjust the seats, you look back, you go back a couple of feet, and it takes you forever. It's a series of single movements. The more and more you do it, you get the fluidity, and backing the car out of the garage is one single movement. When you learn to observe a market through sight, you're not seeing one thing at a time. You're seeing multiple things, but it's forming one mosaic. For example, I may look at the market. I may see a poor high or a weak high. Those are highs that we think have good chances to be taken out. At the same time, I may see you know, either strong lows or weak lows. I may see where actually the majority of trade is taking place for any period of time. So it's not seeing one thing. It's seeing a whole picture at one time. That is really a tremendous advantage when you go to trading. So many times people make decisions based on one piece of information, and that one piece of information may be relatively minor when compared to the total picture.
1: Now, when you're looking at the profile for, let's just say, this year, obviously, it's been very volatile just curious, what are your thoughts on what you're seeing in a profile telling you about where we are right now in the markets?
0: Well, I say it's not the single profile. What I'm looking at right now as uh, you remember last Friday, um, it was kind of a quiet market. Then we had a substantial move up on Sunday night and Monday night, which was of course the holiday. That move up was by shorter term momentum traders there's very little structure underneath that move in the market and i think that understanding that and understanding that lack, lack of structure has tried to launch additional rallies this week and almost every rally we've lost this we've launched this week has failed late in the session and so much of that has been because the launch is taking place from a very poor structure underneath the market so it's not a single profile it's a series of market moves and you're looking at all of those moves independently. And as you then lump them together, you say that the underlying foundation of the most recent move is not very strong.
1: Okay, traders, we're gonna pause for 30 seconds and we'll be right back. A question I constantly get, is what platform do I use to trade futures? Well, I use TT. They are the world's fastest commercially available futures trading platform. Learn more at tryttnow.com. RJO is a long-standing brokerage firm with personal broker relationships to help you learn and trade futures. To learn more, please visit rjofutures.com. That brings me to how you're developing your edge and using market profile as an edging your trading. You talked about something that you were noticing after obviously years of experience. You saw that happening. And then how did that translate into your trading? When you saw that happening, as you talked about, were you starting to look for areas to be short later in the afternoons?
0: No, it's, it's really not as simple as that. It all, it all starts off with a, with a mindset more than anything else. And the mindset is that, you know, the market is not static. It's not linear. It's dynamic. And it's dynamic from announcements that came out. It's dynamic because of the people involved in the market. So one of the things that the profile allows me to do, it allows me to get an idea of the behavior of the different time frames of market participants. What is the very short-term date time frame trader doing? Have they gotten themselves overextended? Is there any longer time frame money that's come in? And that's doing something the same as or counter to what those time frames are doing. And that is not something you learn immediately, but it's something you develop over time by looking at organized data. And for example, what I've been seeing here for some time is that there's very little participation by any longer term trading money or investment money. So much of the current participation in the market is what I call by laggard or late entry momentum traders. I'd made this comment from October through the catalyst that was the coronavirus. And the market, I, I said the market was looked terribly weak to me. And what then when this happens, it usually takes a catalyst to break that behavior. But when it comes, it takes back many days or weeks all at one time. And I think. From looking at the individual profiles, we're back into that situation right now. The problem with that is you still have to remember to make a living as a day trader. You still trade each day independently, even though you may feel that the underlying structure is weakening. Like I say, that went on from October through the coronavirus, that the underlying structure was weak. When we took it back, we took it back with a vengeance, but that is part of understanding the complexity and the dynamics of the market.
1: Jim, we only have a a few moments left. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts as to talking to all the traders out there. How do you really just, I guess, sum it up and put it in words as to how you just use market profile as an edge in your trading? It's the, the edge
0: is that it organizes the market's continuous two-way auction process. And by looking at organized information, it is easier to tease the important information out of the data that we're looking at.
1: Jim, it's always an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much, my friend, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Futures Radio Show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. You can listen to all of our episodes on futuresradioshow.com, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher.